Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. And welcome to another episode of Progress Report. My name is Ivan Connor. Of course, I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Gleneva Hodge. And we have a very important and special guest in the house today. I know this gentleman as Vani. Um, I let him introduce himself in his current role, but this is a guy that I have known throughout the years, would have moved through the ranks of government. Man, I know you from Valley School. From Valley School, yeah. yeah it's been a while. It's oh, been a long yeah. while. I can I, just sit back because yeah. that means that you guys go way, way no, back. No, way, way, way back. We, we did, you played music together. Did everything. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got, we, I just realized you yeah, go yeah. way, way back. <laughs> but then, then from there, you went off to school, came back home, yeah. had a very successful uh, tenure at Dites. Yeah. And now you're at the Public Utilities Commission. Yeah. At the helm of the Public Utilities Commission. So, do we call you the commissioner or the director? Uh, the director. Executive director. Executive director. The executive director <laughs> of the Public Utilities Commission. Yes. Now, I am pretty sure that majority of our listening audience, one, do not know what the Public Utilities Commission is. Two, do not know what the Public Utilities Commission does. Right. Would you agree, Gladiva? Yeah. Because um, when you say public utilities, what are we talking about exactly? So I would leave our kids answer that. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I, in, in my head, and again, remember, I, I read extensively. Yes. And so she reads, so let me give you this joke. I don't know if you know, right? But <laughs> she reads the executive council minutes. Yes. Yeah. Barbatum. She can tell yeah. you what happened yes, exactly. It is, it, is, it is so important. It is important to know what's going on. I mean, um, I read them because I have to, but uh-huh. I mean, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, so it's true that in some other avenues, and uh-huh. you know, I wear several hats. She wears several so, hats to you. Yes, I, I do know of the Public Utilities Commission. All right. Okay, but, but before we get there, before mm, we get there, mm, mm, the man behind the role. Yeah. Tell me what you've been up to. Tell me about yourself. Because this is a new role. How long are you in the role now? Six months? About that, yeah. I came in, in at the end of April. Uh-huh. Um, I took over for uh, Mr. Ken Banks. Right. He was the executive director for some time. Uh-huh. Did an awesome job. And it's yes, it's an honor pleasure to take in the role after uh-huh. him uh-huh. Um, and he's very he's been very helpful to me uh-huh. and you know training me get me up to speed with this role and uh, thank you very much for that Mr. Banks okay. and the board of the PUC and team that also that I work with um, the PUC is, is very small mm-hmm. it's only three of us um, so me the executive director mm-hmm. my executive secretary mm-hmm. and I have my um, my professional which we call um, the regulator professional regulator okay. um, so it's just the three of us Right. Um, so I, I didn't think I introduced myself, though. No, that's um, fine. Yeah. I introduced you, but you can yeah, read it. So um, 
a lot of people know me. Uh-huh. They know Vani. They don't uh-huh. know my uh, government name. No, we don't want to go to it. Just kidding. <laughs> right. So, um, so I'm, I'm Damien Harrigan. Yes. Um, of, of Island Harbour. Uh-huh. Yeah. And as you rightfully said, I, I worked in the service for but 22 years. Yes. Right. So I've been here for a while. Moved up the ranks. Yes. Drove the service in um, the Department of Information Technology. Mm-hmm. Um, also in that role, I did some regula- regulatory work um, mm-hmm. on behalf of the Ministry of Infrastructure as the telecommunications officer. So I did that for eight years. Right. Um, so a natural progression for me was to move towards the full regulation, which would be the PUC. Okay. Right. Um, so the PUC, um, Public Utilities Commission, um, we are legislated to regulate all of the utilities in Angola right. by legislation. So when we talk about public utilities, we're talking namely energy, water, and telecommunications. Right. right? Um, the PUC was created sometime in the early 2000s um, because we were looking at liberalizing, um, we were liberalizing the telecommunications market. Right? So at the time, we had just one service provider in Angola, which was cable and wireless. Um, we wanted to grow the market. Um, so we needed someone to regulate that market. And what we, what the PUC did at that time was to just ensure that the monopoly mm. plays fairly to allow someone else to enter the market and be able to compete. Right. Right. And eventually the aim is that the monopoly will die down mm-hmm. and the field will become level. Right. Right. And then we had, uh, we had Weblinks came in at the time yeah, and that. we had um, Digicel. Mm-hmm. came in um, the market has more or less level laugh and um, yeah that's how it goes so so let me ask you a question just to put a point here go ahead um, is there any room for another carrier and I let me put my disclaimer out there <laughs> <laughs> let's blow out did you say because I have both that I am I am trying to take away their business I'm just saying you know um, everybody has their concerns and competition Breeds a better environment mm-hmm. for the consumer. So, if if a T-Mobile decide they want to enter Anguilla, is that something legislated that can happen? Um, we, it is. It can happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you never really want to get stuck with two. Right. Mm-hmm. It's always better to have three or more because yeah. you have a monopoly, which is you have one. But you can also have a duopoly yeah. mm-hmm. where both can become comfortable with each other and say, okay, let's work together yeah. and let's set our prices together to match. Hey, we more or less balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now let's work together. So you call that duopoly. Okay. We don't want that as well. Right. But the issue that we have in Angola is just the market is so small. Right. Right. The scale is so small. So I don't know if it'd be viable for a third carrier, mm-hmm. um, but it definitely is possible. It is. The legislation doesn't speak to the number of carriers that we can have. Okay. Right? It doesn't. Um, again, like I said, when we started, we had three. Where Blinks was in. Um, whatever happened in that yeah. situation, uh, so forth, they're no longer um, operating. Yeah. But uh, the market is, um, you can have, we can have more than two. And you're, you're versed in IT, very technical. So you know right now, these global sims from Google and stuff and taken away even from the satellite phones and thing like i i have a couple of friends that literally have a, a global sim from google and they like they're paying a flat thing and they got service wherever okay. is 
do you do you think that something like that comes on stream it might cause for some regulation there? Yes. Any, anybody that wants to sell a service in Angola mm-hmm. has to be licensed. Okay. Right? So you're saying that you know people that have these sims? Yeah. They didn't buy them in Angola. No. Right. If, if, if anyone that's selling a service in Angola has to be licensed, they have to be regulated. Okay. Right? Um, we have to ensure that that the market remains viable for the carriers that are here. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So we have to be careful of these global players right. because mm-hmm. they have the economies of scale. Exactly. Our carriers don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything like that, we have to tread lightly in that regard because okay. we don't want to disadvantage what we have here. We, we all know what happens when you have that monopoly. Yeah. Prices go up and there is, there is it's, it's not good yeah. for the consumer. And, and that's what we're here for. We're here to ensure that the consumer benefits in the long run, right? And what I'm hearing from you too, you are, you, you actually protect business interests as well. We, yeah, we have to. Okay. Um, again, in order for the consumer to be happy, we need that competition, right? And I know we just seen the launch of these internet packages yeah. from both Digicel and Flow. Yeah. And I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, never thought you'd have gotten there. Yeah. So quickly. But that can yeah. only happen. Wait, 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 wait. So, so you don't see the launch of the packages? No, I have yeah. not seen. So oh, you're wow. going to have to reel me in a little bit on this. You see, I, I pay my So you didn't see the whole fiber to the home thing? You fiber to the home. You didn't get stuck in traffic behind, <laughs> tangled them, pulling all these lines, yeah. throwing through the valley down Little Harbor. I think we're going to have fiber, but... I don't you know. think you already have fiber? So. Boy, when you live on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, don't quote me. Don't I, quote I, just, I just need to know that my internet uh-huh. and my phone is working right. and whatever so, else happens behind it. <laughs> yeah. So you don't matter about this. Like me, a man like me, I'm happy. Right? Yeah, because you're, you're doing extra stuff. <laughs> I, I just literally just need to get on the internet. I won't speak. Well, Angola, yeah. Angola we, can, we can brag as being... Our lowest internet package right now mm-hmm. is 100 megs. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the lowest. That's very, very good, especially in this region. Yeah. It's very, very good. Extreme. I mean, we are way off from the US and Europe where they do gig, gigabit and so forth. Uh-huh. But um, 100 megs, that's something we can be proud of. Yeah. But here's, here's, here's the benefit for that. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people wouldn't even realize, but cable has died. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's close. It's it's our life support. I'm, I See, I we show, can't cable show, carries our our, our programs. I, mean, I, I show in my age because. You see, I can, we can get into it because <laughs> just last night my cable wasn't working. I was highly upset. But you just watch cable? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're I, a streamer. Yeah. You're a streamer. No, I'm a streamer, but I hardly watch I, TV. I, so. I, do, I do the two. Um, I, I stream. I uh-huh. stream the majority. But there are some shows that come on that, again, we, we can speak a little bit about this because I want to know how you get over some of those firewalls and block it. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was a regulator who's yeah. responsible yes, for fair I'm, practice yes. to tell her how to get yeah, over the yes. firewalls. Uh-huh. I want to know how we as uh-huh. persons within this region uh-huh. can legally access what's out there. That's well, <laughs> that's a that's a big problem per se. Because then you you've gone into around that that that's outside of all physical borders as well because Netflix and everything would have their parameters right. set because yeah. that's how they it, do their programming and everything. It's it, te- it, it, all comes down, it all comes down to, to legal too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes down to legal. Um, a lot of the content creators uh-huh. in the US, they don't want that content available 
in certain places, right? Because right? you have you have different boundaries. I know like Jamaica, yeah. Um, their their push is about culture, their their own local culture. Yes. So mm-hmm. they kind of limit what can come in, mm-hmm. and so forth. They they have a certain percentage that that has to be local content um, ah. shown. So the U.S. providers they are bound by the U.S. laws. They're not bound by our laws. They're not bound by the laws of Angola. Right. Right. So in order for them to satisfy, mm-hmm. you know, to be satisfied at ease with what's coming out, they try to li- they kind of limit what what comes out of the U.S. Right. That, that's what it is. I'm actually glad that right. you went there because it, it's to provide some clarity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I think on Digicel because I've had both carriers mm-hmm. on Digicel. Sometimes my phone registers as if though it's in Jamaica. Is that because Digicel's head office is there? What is what is the connection and how does the PUC regulate that to ensure that rather than registering in... Uh, is that a rule for the PUC? That rather than registering in Jamaica, it's registering here Listen, in England. As long as I don't ever get a billion Jamaican dollars... <laughs> And, and you see that seventy-five thousand dollars, <laughs> which is like a couple dollars. As long as I don't see the iPhone, I don't, I don't care what my phone say. Can say Czech Republic for like. Yeah. No, the, the reason I ask that is, that, and then I think for flow of seeing Antigua. Antigua, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I just wondered. Well, it 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 all comes down to economies of scale, right? Okay. Um, in the US. You have millions of customers, right? Mm-hmm. In Angola, is why it's, it's fifteen thousand of us, fifteen, sixteen thousand in general. Well, the census has come to country. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's that's correct. Um, when you break that down, you pull out the um, the, the children, yeah. um, and, and you pull out the seniors, and you're left with about maybe five thousand, six thousand mm-hmm. um, paying Custom. customers mm-hmm. because you might have a phone for your child, but they're not paying it. Right. 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 So yep. so in terms of paying, it's mm-hmm. for it. And then you have to look now the two carriers. So they, we let's say if it's split evenly, fifty percent, fifty percent, that's about three thousand persons. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. to do one cellular tower ca- could cost somewhere up to a million dollars, mm-hmm. right? Um, some of these carriers have like maybe twenty to twenty-five. Yes. Um, cell towers here in Angola, um, because Angola's flat. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of dead zones, so you have to have a lot of smaller sales. Mm-hmm. So you look at 3,000 people paying for 20-something million dollars of infrastructure. And when I say 25 million, that's a small estimate. It's, it's likely more than that. Yeah. Okay. Right? You look at that, and then you have to look at, then you, you have hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't own the land, by the right. way. They don't own the land, so they have to pay the lease. They have to pay electricity. Yeah, yeah. So it gets very, very, very expensive. So mm-hmm. what, these, what these companies have done is they have... A regional body, um, flow, regional, digital cell, regional. They have the head office, which you said, right, for the digital cell in Jamaica. Okay. Um, flow has office in Barbados, in Antigua as well. And what they do is they will just share the infrastructure amongst the islands, so they share the cars, right? right? Okay. But what they do is whatever happens here stays here because the network is segmented, so right. whatever happens here stays here. So mm-hmm. you would see it registering as Jamaica, but you're, you're actually in Angola. It just... Okay. Uh, it just Jamaica's where the main equipment mm-hmm. is, All right. Angola, but Angola is segmented off, so it's not right. it's not the same. The okay. same thing would be if you look if you go on your computer and you mm-hmm. you look up your IP, it will tell you something. You go on a shopping mm-hmm. site, they tell you, hey, we can ship to Antigua, right. yes. but you know yes, we're in Angola. That's because our internet just Quite works true, that yeah. it works that way oh. and it comes. Ah, right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's economies of scale. If okay. if we had the numbers, then they could say, okay, let's let's put this equipment here in Angola, but right. we just don't have it. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. that's fair enough and. You know, I, I kind of just wanted to get a better understanding mm-hmm. of right. 
Because you are it. I think that's where I've seen the Antigua when I try to shop online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, but yeah, when you try to put in your phone number on certain sites, you, do you have see. the flag yes. there and you see it. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I get that. Like I said, and it, nev- it would never happen because like you said, the network um, is segmented, so there's yeah. no way you're being built from it. Right. Thing. But yeah. that would be a scare. You could imagine <laughs> how social media would go right crazy if somebody get a bill converted in Jamaican dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But there's 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 not just the infrastructure in place, but there's the protocols and everything that would look at this. Right. How far does the PUC go into making sure like those little things? Because for me, when I think about the PUC, I almost see the PUC as a regulator, yes, but almost in an added function right. as well. So we. In, in order to ensure the consumers get the best, mm-hmm. we have to. We, we also do. We don't add it per se, but we have. We get the financials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to look at that so that we can help to make sure that everything is is fair, everything right. is balanced, and we also have to try to ensure that 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 you know we don't get back into that monopoly situation. Okay. So we we we, we monitor. Right. The okay. financials and so forth, and and this everything that we do, we have a report that comes up annually. Okay. So you can go to our website pucangola.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our yearly um, reports. Um, the 2021 report, we were a little behind because of the, the, the COVID, which set everything Everybody back. Went, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes. the 2021 report is about to be no, sorry, the 2020 report is about to be out, and right behind that will be 2021. Okay. Um, right. Um, so you can go, you can check the report, so you can learn about. What the percentages are, what the uh-huh. splits are, um, how how the billing goes uh-huh. in terms of rates and so forth. So you can do your comparisons and you can shop around. Oh, she's uh-huh. definitely reading. Believer <laughs> 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 yeah. will definitely read that. Yeah. She's like, ooh, all this, oh dear. Yeah. This yes, is this yes, is the sequel uh, for, for, yeah. for her, her ex, extra minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think info. I, I always say this. I think. Uh-huh. Information is key, and being able to get information from reliable sources is something that Paramount, is yeah. so important to me. And I think it should be important to everyone. So I always encourage our listeners and our viewing audience to seek out information from reliable sources. So there you have it. In terms of as it relates to the operations of the PUC, yeah. it's on your website. You can share what your website is with yes, us. Yes, it's PUCAnguilla.com. Okay. There you yeah. go. All right, so let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Well, this might get us in a little bit of trouble. Let me because see if I can keep you out of trouble. Yeah, keep you, keep, you, keep you out of trouble. <laughs> because it's not a utility, uh-huh. but it's heavily consumed by... Anguillians customers in the Virgin Islands I can't remember what it's called but there's a bureau that deals with like they go around and they check to make sure the pumps at the gas stations are calibrated Uh correctly and all these type of things while it's not a do you see a need that's what I'm asking for for the extension of the PUC in certain certain fields around here in Anguilla um I mean, that's a tough question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let, let me help you out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Simply, because again, uh, you read, you know. <laughs> you speak, you know. Uh-huh. I think at one point, and any, anybody listening can correct me, at one point, customs had that function. Mm. And there was a, a area I know if you were selling provisions, 
you would have to go to agriculture department to make sure that your skills were calibrated. And yeah, that's the stuff that I'm talking about. I think customs used yeah. to make sure that your the pumps, um, the gas pumps mm-hmm. were calibrated, and if it's not customs, there was some department that mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, you see, you see, there are a lot of different regulators. Mm-hmm. Um, Different countries that, that we go to, we, we learn of a lot of regulators. The U.S. have tons, tons. of they regulate everything. everything. Um, it may not be something that PUC should get into because mm-hmm. then you start to, to spread it mm-hmm. spread us too thin. Right. Um, so I believe that we should stick with our focus on public utilities, but there should be some sort of regulation, some other body mm-hmm. that deals with that. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's important. Yeah, it is. Even going back to it what is. you just said, you literally have... Mm-hmm. Three members of staff members and the staff. board, so uh, yeah, That's I could see you being stretched there because yeah. my concern, and I've raised this even with my PS and the Ministry of Finances, just my my audit background. I I see how the imagine if you and I'm not saying disclaimer again. I'm not saying that anybody is doing this, mm-hmm. but you have a pump. There's a there's a IT component to the pump. Mm-hmm. But there is a mechanical component to this pump. And if somebody's crafty enough, what's displayed might not be what's coming out. And that's why you have this bureau that checks these things. Because somebody could say you're getting gas at $17.01 per gallon. Right. But the gallon might be 0.7 of a gallon. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what type of gallon? Right. Imperial. And anyway. Yeah. So it's it, there's a lot of things that I I think the most important one of the one of the most important functions from government side where consumer protection is concerned and we get we uh, always spend this. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that your 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 wheels are turning yes. and you're getting right back to exactly where that conversation yes. lies. <laughs> and I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't, can't wait, wait for, for us to have. That conversation mm-hmm. again um, with the PS when she comes back, yes, yeah. um, and to really get into that because you are right, that is a function mm-hmm. of consumer protection, and you know, as Mr. Harrigan said, not necessarily for public utilities, mm-hmm. but overall, overall consumer protection. Yeah. But in the same vein, uh, the PUC deals with consumer protection as it relates directly to public utilities. So if someone has a complaint about one of the utility companies, one of the the telecommunication companies, because otherwise I can get in trouble, (laughs) Um, do they... Is that... What is the channel for for being able to make said complaint? Are you saying they should go to the telecommunications company and ask them to rectify first, yeah. and then come to you? What is, what is the channel or the usual process? I'm, I'm glad that you asked that. Um, mm-hmm. You should take it up with your provider first. Okay. Right, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's no progress, then you can bring it to us, and we can we can then investigate. On your behalf, because again, we we are looking out for for the consumers. Yeah, right, if, I, but if I can put something right here, go ahead. If they take five dollars off your bill, do not go down to the PUC. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This needs to be 
major right. concerns about service, astronomical mm-hmm. billing, right. this type of thing. Because you, they got them for it. All the complaints, now you want nobody knocking on your door. Right. No, no, no. Do not no, no. go down to the PUC for five dollars. That's that's why that's why I'm saying that you you first need to take it up with your provider. Right. You need to take it up with them, and mm-hmm. you need to show us proof that you did do that. Good. Right. There must be um, real concern right. and inaction for mm-hmm. it to get to our level, mm-hmm. right? Because we kind of look at it at, at a macro scale, right? Not a micro scale. So if it's one individual having a big issue, um, the provider refuses to address it, right. then you bring it to us because if they're doing it to you, then possibly they're doing it to more than one person, okay. right? But like everyone said, <laughs> <laughs> said rightly, it's not it's not every little thing no. that, that, that you can come to us with, you know? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we're, not, we're not micromanaging the utilities, mm-hmm. right? We're looking at it from a broader scale. Right. right. I think if I if I kind of recall, mm-hmm. when I first go back to my knowledge of the PUC's existence in Angola, mm-hmm. it was a number of years ago. You know when WhatsApp first brought in calls? Yeah, I remember. Right. So it's a, it's a voice over IP calls. That's right. that's what yeah. it's called. Okay. Yeah. I am not the technical. No, it's so funny. And I, I remember, and I'll tell you why I remember because it showed up on my Facebook status sometime back, and as a memory, and I remember writing, "Is there a I'm forgetting the name that it's called in the BVI, but the equivalent of the PUC." in the BVI and I, I noted that at the time yeah. they made um, a press release in reference to telecommunication companies not blocking right. um, mm-hmm. those WhatsApp and voice over IP calls and I remember asking do we have the equivalent here in Anguilla because you know it, it was new it was coming on board and you're being told, no, you can't make these calls over WhatsApp. And now everybody knows yeah, yeah. I pick up my phone and I call you over WhatsApp. Is that the type of um, instance in those, those types of situations where the PUC normally gets involved? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. So the government would legislate what they want to see happen in terms of telecommunications, um, energy, and water. So, so they legislate that. Um, any carrier that has a license to operate here has to abide by those regulations, right? By that legislation. Um, so if the government position is that that service mm-hmm. should be available, then the carrier would have to okay. then abide by that. And that's where we would come in to ensure that they are abiding by the government's legislation. Right, so that that's also one of our, our big goals, ensuring that they comply. Okay. Right. Well, with with the rate that technology is developing and and just moving, is it possible for government to legislate exactly where it wanted to go, and what happens in the absence of such legislation? Well. They, so, they, they can't legislate everything, right? right. They can't so a new product, a new, so, pro- a new product comes on board. I, I don't know something better than voice over IP, right. <laughs> whatever that may look like. That may not have been legislated for. Right. What's, so, what's the PUC's role? So what, what, what they would do when they when they write legislation, they try to write it to catch as broad as possible, mm-hmm. right? So by not singling out too much, then mm-hmm. it leaves open for interpretation. 
Okay. Right. Um, you thought you spoke about the vice over IP cards and so forth. I remember that was a big thing for Drew. And some carriers were blocking the vice over IP because it was going to be a big hit to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they were they make a lot of money from vice cards. Right. Um, data, not so much. Mm-hmm. But back then, we didn't have the networks that could carry the data as well. Mm-hmm. So they were also looking at protecting, okay. you know, make ensuring that the vice is to a quality. Right, um, by sacrifice, by you know, limiting the data. But now networks have changed, and this is a global change. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you find is what carrier, the carriers they, they seem to react to the global market. So what the global market is doing, they're going to react as well, right? So the whole WhatsApp vibe, it was Skype and Viber and all of all of all of these apps, right? It was all of these apps. Yes. You see that they started to see some value in having those apps. Mm-hmm. So globally. They allowed them to happen, and then eventually came down to Angola as well, right? But the PUC now, we, um, there are every island in the region has some sort of regulator, telecommunication mm-hmm. regulator. Mm-hmm. They have to have it mm-hmm. in order to have this market, this liberalized market. You mm-hmm. must have a regulator, mm-hmm. right? Um, the regulator is the one we, we keeping the peace between everybody, right? Um, <coughs> we also have a regional body, okay. right? So we all get together occasionally. Um, and we discuss okay. what we want to see in the region, what we want to see happen, and then we also have conversations with the carriers as well. So we don't leave, we don't leave them out. So we consult mm-hmm. with them and we see where they're at, what they're thinking, and then mm-hmm. we try to find the best way to steer, you know, okay. in that direction. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go back to something Ivan touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. Not aware, I slightly aware of it simply because I see like some tourists speaking about it, the purchasing of these, um, the global the SIM cards. Mm-hmm. If you start to see a major influx of these, because they're not technically selling in Anguilla. If I if I use my um, what do you call that? My sh- f- shipping forward address. And I purchase one of those SIMs and I send to that address and then it's forwarded to Anguilla and I'm u- using and utilizing it here. If you see an influx of that, because that has the potential to negatively impact our local carriers. Mm-hmm. Is that something that the PUC can step in yes. and um, sort of regulate? <laughs> yes. Um, when we get, when we get this, this data... From, from the carriers. It also includes oh, roaming. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So we get we get those figures. The carriers know because even though you have a global sim you have to roam. Yeah. Right. So whether you roam on floor, you roam on the just sale, uh-huh. they're gonna know. Yeah. So okay. they're keeping tabs. Okay. Somebody has to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is you have Google uh, where whoever you're getting the sim card from, uh-huh. they have some kind of agreement with uh-huh. one of the carriers that says, Hey you know, we can do this for this price and so forth. Uh-huh. And in in return, when we go yeah, you to the, to the US, they're gonna roam. Yeah. So, so there's some bilateral agreements that go on. But if it comes to a point where the carriers see it as a problem, then we would have to get, you know, we'd have to look into it. Um, we also do have good relationships with the FCC in the US mm-hmm. and with Ofcom in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, we have good relationships with with Saint Martin regulators, both yeah. French and Dutch. So how come we don't pay so much to Roman Saint Martin? Well, they're working on that. Listen, because I do yeah. my homework and I do like to read. So <laughs> yeah. I was I was coming yeah. <laughs> with yeah. that because I did see something right. on the PUC's website that there was some discussions in terms of um, Anguilla and Saint Martin and 
the network sharing yes. or something. So something we we have uh, we have an agreement oh. with um, is the government of Angola, mm -hmm. French and Dutch. We have an agreement for how we operate. Mm. Um, that's because the islands are so close. Right. So we have a lot of interference. So yeah, it yeah. covers... I roam in Blowing Point. I roam in Langpad. It's strange because I roam in the forest, uh -huh. but I don't have Roman activated. I don't have that kind of money. So I don't oh. have Roman <laughs> activated. So I lose service when I go to the forest. Uh -huh. yeah. But if I go to St. Martin, and depending on where so, I am in Simpson Bay, yeah. I get better service than certain parts of my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's weird, but do you get charged for the roaming? That's the question. No, because I don't have roaming activated. Okay. So when I'm in St. Martin, it's full regular service. If my okay. phone goes to roaming, it just it shuts off because I don't have roaming. I don't have that kind of money. No. <laughs> yeah, but but via, via, via our agreement, uh -huh. um, it, it specifies what frequencies we should be on, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's, it also says what powers we should have, right? How mm -hmm. strong our service should yeah. be. No, we can't stop service from hitting St. Martin because, you know, to cover Blowing Point, there's a tower right in Blowing Point. Yeah. And that tower, because it's flat, it has a range. Open waters. Right, open waters yeah. straight to St. Martin. And, and the same thing. And, 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 and St. Martin is on top of the mountain, so, yeah. they just, they just beam. so, so what, what they're supposed what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to turn our antennas to face in country. Mm. Right, so we don't have an antenna. You cannot intentionally point the antenna to Saint Martin. They can't. Our carriers, <laughs> uh, Saint Martin carriers, cannot intentionally point to us. But again, we can't avoid that yeah. because if our antenna is up on the mountain of Saint Martin, pointing down to Marigold, it comes mm -hmm. straight across the angle, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we have a lot of discussions on that. Um, we have a whole agreement on how that's supposed to work, and mm. you should not be billed for roaming. If you can prove that you're actually in Angola, but you roamed, you mm. shouldn't be billed ah. for that roaming. Yeah. You shouldn't be. Okay. But the thing, is, the thing is that once you roam, the system is going to pick it up as a roaming, and it's going to automatically yeah. do that. And I know that they, 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 um, both carriers incur some serious losses for roaming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because I know once you roaming they they're not supposed to charge you for roaming in, in country. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes you have to explain it. Sometimes there's a spike and I I'm yeah. just, I should probably not speak to this because I've had that in I've been going blind point taking all these pictures <laughs> and thing and <laughs> I went to St. Martin one day, come back and I stopped there. That's another thing. You gotta be careful. I would advise anybody when you come back if you go to St. Martin yeah. and your phone was I don't do the airplane mode thing, like shut that down yeah, and start back that back yeah. up. Really? Because yeah. I, mean, it, it, again, it, I don't do, I don't get roaming. Why you connect to us? Once it locks on, it's gonna wanna stay. You gonna wanna stay. Because I don't roam, that's not a big issue. Yeah. No, once it locks on, you gonna say so. You be happy down there, go lucky talking to people in customs and everything, thinking that you're you're, you're on your home network now, and you could be literally still oh, on on yeah. St. Martin. Depends on where you turn it on. Coming up the pier, if that. Signal just catch you. That's it. You're locked in, and mm -hmm. you don't pay yeah. attention until after. Until you go up the road, you try make a call, and it's switching over now because you're no longer connected there. Okay. It's it's very funny. It is, yeah. But going back to what you were saying, too, and I'm happy that you mentioned the agreements that happen between governments and the these utilities because I know for a fact, like with the global sim, you have to have some time like on the US network right. yeah yeah oh. so yeah, you yeah. can't just buy it and say yeah, oh, like, okay. now, you yeah, know, yeah. lock up shut down and then you yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so there are, there, are, there are 
there are protection mechanisms built in to make sure like the carriers don't suffer and you don't take advantage of the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is okay. from what I'm gathering it's easy it's easier to control for the lack of a better word, what's happening on the communication side where internet and phone is concerned. Mm-hmm. In our case we don't have um we don't have competing interests based on acts and legislations for water and electricity. But if there was a, a, a specific um, supplier that would come in, if the legislation were to change, those would fall under the PS, PUC as well. Yes, that's correct. So let me ask you a question. A lot of people right now going to solar in the homes and those type of things. If, <clears throat> sorry, that's, wow, why did that choke me? <laughs> <laughs> if it gets to the point where Anglic moves towards renewable energy and we're doing this buyback, this inter not not why why call grid grid tie mm-hmm. with the homes and stuff. Does that expand your portfolio for regulation or because they are selling back to the power company? Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I just think it out loud. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. No, because we will be responsible for the actual utility, which okay. would be which would be Anglic. Okay. So if if Anglic wants to enter into agreement, and I hope I'm not speaking of a ton, mm-hmm. um, it's not legislators yet. Mm-hmm. But the way it's done in other parts of the world is if the power company wants to allow you to sell back mm-hmm. your excess generated from your solar panels, then mm-hmm. that's an agreement between you, you and, the power, and the power company. Because yeah, because you don't get involved in the people. They have the leases with the right. utilities, the phone companies that have their Correct. towers and their buildings and Correct. and their land and stuff. Man, I think I miss a, a thing there. Now we are on the hill in Jersey. I should have been able, but the airport there in the way. Yeah. Because, <laughs> no, that, that's that's I'm I'm not even being funny. That's like that's like set money. That tower ain't going up here when I'm done. Put that down. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about this, yeah. Because there are a few people that, that may be listening to this and go, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, but but um, but but uh, to, to finish, answer your question, uh, um, yeah, we we would be responsible for the actual utility, itself, okay. like the large scale providers. Mm-hmm. So if if because again, I would say it's in our legislation, but it hasn't been activated, mm. so it is there. Um, if we were to get another electricity provider, large scale, right. then we would be responsible for regulating that okay. when activated, mm-hmm. right? So it will no longer be just angry; it will be angry and somebody else, okay. or somebody's else, right. right? And then. Um, then the regulation would have to come in the same way we did when we did with with flow and digital cell if it gets activated, uh, right? Okay. Yeah, um, but we would be responsible. Uh, we would have a, a say in the pricing, mm-hmm. though. Oh, I was the pricing, so we wouldn't be involved in the, in the contract between the individual home and Anglic, mm-hmm. but we would have some say because we want to make sure that it's fair pricing, right? Right. So we didn't have to look at what you charge. To generate what Anglic would charge to generate, and uh-huh. then you know, make sure that if it, if there's a buyback scenario, that is something that that you know makes sense for the consumers. Yeah. So so yeah. so somebody from Anglic can go pay their cousin niece sister and <laughs> go way down the line one rate and then pay right. the friend that I went to school another rate and that type yeah. of thing just because yeah. of. Relations, it have to be what's produced, that right. type of thing. So there's a second pair of eyes to go for that. Right, but awesome. then again, again, I have to stress that I, that is that if, is if, if, if that power so becomes activated. So okay, let, let's right let's 
let's switch back to the ones that do exist. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. back into telecommunications. Right. The PUC regulates the rates for cell phones, cable, yes. internet. We regulate, so. we regulate all the rates. Mm-hmm. No, we don't set the price. Mm-hmm. We let the market set the price. Right. Right? So... You get what well, you get. It you get that that little war, that price and war between between both companies. Mm-hmm. Um, one gonna drop to the other, next one gonna say, "Well, maybe I need to drop two to keep my share," mm-hmm. and we allow that to play out. They don't want to drop at Christmas. Every Christmas they give. It's a give. Every Christmas they I look forward to Christmas. Right. <laughs> so, so we allow that to play out. But uh, where, where we would have gotten involved in the past was, again. We all started with the cable and wireless, mm-hmm. and then when the others came in, we had to ensure that that they had an equal opportunity to use um, to connect to cable and wireless. So again, we had to ensure that digital customers could call cable and wireless customers, yes. and cable and wireless could call, and we had to ensure that. Sorry, mm-hmm. we had to ensure that because cable and wireless would have had the main infrastructure, yeah. they had the landlines and everything. Mm-hmm. We had to ensure that the do that at an affordable rate, mm-hmm. right? Because cable is going to charge them anything to get on the network. Right. So what they call that, you call that interconnection. Mm-hmm. So we would have been involved in setting that interconnection. In every couple of years, we would then speak to both carriers and through public con- con- consultation, uh-huh. we would ask, are there any issues with the rate as it stands now? Uh-huh. And if everybody's happy, then we're good to go, yeah. right? Um we haven't had any concerns about those rates in I think the past ten years. So I nobody's had jump on this. No way, I agree with this. <laughs> I got so no, back for this one. So, I, I'll tell you why. Because I got a message this month. I don't know whether people just know who does. I want you to be telling people who you got coming on the show. This is your show, ladies and gentlemen. This is Glenniva Hodges' show. I told you I'm part of the furniture. I just do what she tells me. So go right because ahead. Because this one, and I got a message from someone, uh-huh. and it is something that I have noticed for about. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think you know about going with this. And I don't know if you've gotten complaints. I am on Digicel. Can't call Flo. And every single time I try to call a Flo cell phone, in particular, more cell phone than, than landline, I have to try at least two or three times before I'm connected. It's just, you can't and it's dropped. You can't and it's dropped. And it's an ongoing problem. Is that something that the PUC regulates? But I think they would have been going through some upgrades. Yeah, um, that is a, a, a valid um, concern. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is that that interconnection mm-hmm. would be some something between both carriers, mm-hmm. and normally you may get a little trip because oh. because because the bulk of the equipment is not in Angola. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you may have something that may happen in Antigua or somewhere mm-hmm. yeah, that okay. might trip, that might mess up here. Mm-hmm. And it's only after a few people get that issue that they realize, hey, we have that problem, so they have to rush to fix it. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that troubleshooting is not only here, they have to now hit everywhere else. Yeah. They know where they are throughout the region. So um, so it is, it is, but it's not a complaint that we get, often. that we have been getting often. Because normally it gets fixed. Yeah. Right? It so gets is, fixed. Is, is, that, is that one that you currently have? Because otherwise I'm leaving from here and I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> no, because it has, and again, I, I, got, I got a message from someone saying, who is going to address this issue? Because it is affecting a number of persons. Right. And it's been going on for some time. So that, that's, that's definitely a complaint you have to bring up with your carrier. You have to bring it up with them. With car- okay, so yeah. I bring it up with them. And yeah, you're going to have to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey. So, 
I want to jump ahead, but since we stayed on this inter... What do you call it? Connect. Interconnect. Interconnect, okay. right? So you have, like Leniva said, you have sometimes digital can't reach flow, mm-hmm. flow can't reach digital. And, and mm-hmm. These other instances of... People are the angry and say, well, I'm flowing to just LBX again. <laughs> but the service is still required. Mm-hmm. I mean, so recently, recently, um, there was talk in the news about Anglic being a national security issue, right? Recently, when they had done by the government. So folks were like, how oh, Anglic got a national security issue? Here's how Anglic got a national security issue. There are people that are on ventilators. Mm-hmm. There are people that have medication at home. When you're talking about loss of power, and probably an extended loss of power, that's national security. I think everybody understands how national security is affected with communications when a hurricane happens. Right. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for the... All it is, if it cuts you off, <laughs> then it's a matter of national security, yes, like at the most is. basic level. Mm-hmm. So, ish, in instances where you have hurricanes and stuff, cause we saw it. Why was Lenny Louis? No, Which that's too bit? far back. Recently, oh, Omar, oh, 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 we ain't got one, a team the, 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 the one, the one that I still you, got you, PTSD about. That's still here. No, so we were trying to forget. Yeah. That. <laughs> I tried to forget. Oh my, I tried to forget COVID. Like, we were trying to forget them things here. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But there was like a major shift in the in the in the carrier load because people couldn't get on. Yeah. <laughs> how how uh, does the PUC step in after that? Uh, it's up to the carriers not to go back after their clients and say, no, I uh, need to fix that part to bring them back on board. Because I know a couple <laughs> people they jump ship and never left. But you want the healthy competition. Right. If there was a run and any particular company during that time and a company decided, well, we ain't getting them back and we got to pull out. Like, what does that do for the PUC? How do we say, okay, they got too much down there, almost operating like a monopoly. Right. So, what happened is that we, we'd have to ensure that uh-huh. that the, the, the second carrier, uh-huh. the one that's, that's, that's being affected, um, that they would be able to compete. Okay. Right? We have to ensure that they'd be able to compete. Okay. Um, so, Again, we'd have to bring both carriers to the table and see see how how we can you, know, you do a lot of mediation if Medi- needed. Mediation work, okay. right? Um, but but again, mm-hmm. we can't micromanage, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this is why this is why we get these sort the certain inf- data and information from the carriers mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. at the end of the year, so that we can have an insight into how they're performing. Mm-hmm. So that it doesn't come to a point. I know there was there was one country recently where they had two carriers and the second carrier was going belly up and mm. they refused to say anything and then one day they just got up and just turned off the network, shut it off. Ooh. Right? That's why that's 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 where I was going with that. Right. Like, oh, like right. who oh. managed that information to say that don't happen because right. so so what we would have, what we'd have to do is I mean, we'd have to pay attention you know how, how it's going how the market mm. is going petition mm. that and then we try to make sure that we keep the fee level right and if we're seeing that the carrier is in a lot of trouble we see how we can assist them mm-hmm. okay. Okay. and then we probably may have to start looking at 
replacements. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Totally yeah. understand. So yeah. there's constant, although you said you report daily, yeah. there's constant monitoring of the relationship and the delivery of service yeah. from the PUC. Yeah. Alright, that um, is amazing. I'm going to look at those reports. And yeah. I know you're going to read every. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not going to get the nitty gritty no, of the carriers. What I would be interested in seeing is yeah. whether or not carriers report peak times. Um, and Ivan wow. kind of alluded to it in terms mm-hmm. of yeah. after, after Omar, mm-hmm. we know that. Ah. Carrier, a whole lot of people <laughs> were lined up outside a particular carrier uh-huh. for a very long time, uh-huh. waiting to get sims. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you every single time that there is weather coming, a threatening. Yeah, they got the, li- the lines are long. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. The re- reality, reality is that. You, you never you, you can try your best to prepare, right? But mm-hmm. you never know until you get a failure, uh-huh. right? So, so the carrier, the both carriers have built back stronger. Stronger. So sure. it should be in a better position if something happens. Let's put it this but way: I prefer I prefer to have two than to be caught with one. De- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I got I got something for that though yeah. because. Is something that I, I heard a conversation started on maybe a couple of years ago, and I know Glenn even gonna jump on this one now. Oh. Why do we still have carriers selling locked phones to their network? <sighs> <laughs> That's our business model. It's our business model. But what we're seeing, what we're seeing globally, uh-huh. the trend is moving away from that. But that's that's our business model because because they have the carriers that pay this exclusivity uh-huh. with some of these um, yes. these like I know I know particular carrier may have. A uh, contract with a particular brand, and then they're going to sell it. But the thing is, you may have people from the other carrier who may come in, get a phone for cheap, and then run back to their carrier, mm-hmm. and then we don't mm-hmm. get any. That that particular okay. doesn't get anything from it because uh-huh. because what they do, they try to make it up in usage. Yeah, they mm-hmm. try to make it up in usage. So they, so they give you a discount on the phone. Like like you may see, they just able to have their phone. Now they have the they just sell branded phone, yeah. which is, is going the for a very very cheap yes. price. Mm-hmm. It's a very very cheap price. Great um, for kids. Right. And, and <laughs> they right. do that because the hope is that... <laughs> no, they don't want that. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, yes. I can't tell you Our, our children... Uh, our children know who I'm Yeah, yeah. They, sorry. Want, they want something at me. I'm sorry. They want memory and yeah. process. Uh, you see the camera on this? That ain't can use listen, that. that. I'm going to take a selfie. That is what she has. She has. Until she's working. That is what you listen, have. I, listen, <laughs> listen. But, but that's that's what they do. So they sell the phone at cheap, and mm-hmm. the hope is that you would use the network and they recuperate some of that. It's the okay. same thing. The okay. same thing when you buy a printer, right? You buy a printer. Right? The, the printer is cheap. The printer is less than a hundred dollars. But then when the ink runs out, the ink runs out. You have to spend the same hundred dollars to buy the ink. And you're saying, but I got a printer for fifty dollars. It had ink yeah. in it. Yeah. But now to buy the replacement, it is a hundred dollars, which is more than the printer. Yeah, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they okay. make it up. They make it up in the ink. I, I, I will tell you, my my current phone uh-huh. is old. I need to upgrade. Uh-huh. But <laughs> hint, hint. Okay. To somebody, <laughs> Christmas from the corner. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but no, um, I bought my phone from a a, a local carrier, mm. and in my head, my phone was locked. I couldn't use my phone anywhere else. I traveled to the U.S. Uh-huh. and my dad purchased a SIM 
but it wouldn't work in his phone for whatever reason. And I said, well, okay, let me just try in my phone. Even though my phone is locked, let me try in my phone. Surprisingly, it was not locked. Uh, so I've been, I've been able to, and I did not do anything to break my phone. I just thought it you was. Went, you went east and we get it unlocked. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have no idea. No. 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 But we spoke about global trends. Yeah. And I know internationally when you look, you're seeing um, the emergence of 5G. And Uh a lot of carriers switch into 5G. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there was a recent... um, Press release put out by one of our local carriers in terms of how roaming is being done right, yeah. in the in the US with them and that there's both, some issues. Both have no. Oh, both, both, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with some issues there because the carriers in the US have switched to five G. Right. And we are not yet there. Mm-hmm. Is that something that we are walking towards? Okay, so <laughs> with every new technology mm-hmm. comes massive expenses. Mm-hmm. Right? It's massive expenses. Massive expenses. Right. Our carriers just spent millions of dollars to get us to 4G. Yeah, and right. we, are we just got there. We were on edge. We were yeah. on all yeah. kind of things coming up. Yeah, and we, we are usually <laughs> we are usually about, about four to five years behind. Behind. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, with, with with these advances, right? Um, why? Because it's more of a trial. So they're trying it. They're perfecting it. Okay. Right. And as the years go by, it gets a little cheaper. So it becomes affordable for us. Now. Um, you just took away some argument though because people were saying that the COVID was the five G and it was in Anguilla, it was no free. No no no. We have there's no <laughs> No No, there's no five no G. I wanted in to tell them clear there's no five no G but I got that argument no, on the street no, they no, say no. is they just upgraded the network, no. they got five G here no. and they give people the COVID. No no I none, none of our carriers are testing are Testing 5G. Tell them again, please. There's no 5G <laughs> in the Caribbean. Okay. Well, let me not say the Caribbean. Um, there's 5G in the U.S. territories yeah. because okay. of the U.S. carriers. So T-Mobile, mm-hmm. AT&T, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever they do on the mainland, they're going to do. do so there's 5G. Yeah. I think there is some 5G in, um, in the Virgin Islands. Yeah. But um, there is 5G in Puerto Rico. But mm-hmm. there's no other country right now is doing 5G. I believe I, I heard that Antigua was testing 5G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on a very small scale, I don't know how advanced that is, but there's no other Kevin country doing 5G. Yeah. We actually had a, 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 a meeting in September mm-hmm. with the regional um, bodies, regional regulator bodies. We had mm-hmm. a meeting and we were discussing where we want to see the Caribbean mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. That the 5G topic did come up. Mm-hmm. We actually know learning about 5G, educating ourselves as regulators, because we have to prepare the whole scope for it, because one of the other rules that we have in in, in the PUC is we regulate, um, we're responsible for monitoring and maintaining the government, um, the wireless spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. The wireless spectrum. So the government, we, the carriers would have to buy some wireless spectrum Mm -hmm. to be able to use, right? Right. So they get a block of 5 megahertz of our spectrum. Um, we have not issued any spectrum to any carrier for 5G. Right. Right? The most that we have here in Angola is 4G LTE. I want you to break that down because I don't want people to think that you just come as a carrier and plug in two things. And no. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, um, 
they would have to apply to the PUC for Spectrum, uh-huh. right? Um, when they apply for Spectrum, so they say, okay, I need five megahertz to be able to do this. So they have to declare what is going to be used for. Right. It has to be declared. And, and then we have to consult with, because the Spectrum belongs to the Crown, right? It belongs to the Crown. Uh-huh. So we then would have to consult with the government, with executive council, so we would say, hey, this is a re- request for Spectrum. Mm-hmm. It has to be approved mm-hmm. in executive council, and then it would be charged, and they would pay for use of that Spectrum. Okay, right. I got two things now. You see the, the, the <laughs> name answer now. Hey. Right, so you're talking about the, the, the Spectrum, right? Uh-huh. And you, spe- you mentioned specifically X amount of megahertz. Right. Do radio stations have to apply for the same thing? Radio stations do, yes. Uh-huh. So, example, you have uh, 92.9 megahertz. Uh-huh. They have to apply for it. Um, but that that part is handled by the telecommunications officer at the Ministry of Infrastructure. Okay. So that's what I was doing before I came over here. I was um, in mm-hmm. charge of radio stations and so forth. Okay. So they have to apply for a frequency. We have a limited... Um, set of frequencies because again we share the spectrum with St. Martin right. so um, if there's 30 blocks of spectrum for radio stations we split it 10 10 10 yeah. so Angola has 10 French St. Martin has 10 uh-huh. St. Martin has 10 and, and just so people understand because listen people people love what's going on here I, I got a comment last night from a young lady she said her husband absolutely loves the show he said he's learning so much yeah and I, um, this is what this is about you know educating the populace so folks should understand that there's a limit to right. how much you can have of radio stations and everything yes. because it, it's not just willy-nilly right. like these things are regulated based on Capacity Correct. as well. Yeah, and and we had we had we have we've had this agreement for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. It, it's agreed. So the stations that we have now are more or less locked. Right. So and that's to protect each other, right? Mm-hmm. So nobody can get up tomorrow in St. Martin and start to broadcast on ninety five point five, which is really ah. Angola. They, they can't. Can do that. Yeah, they should. If do if that. someone does that, and we pick up the interference here. We can call St. Martin, the bureau over there, and say, hey, we get an interference from St. Martin. Well, people would call the Spanish stations cutting it. Right. Yeah. And then they will address it almost immediately. Yeah. We have a 30-day span to address interference. And the same goes if, if, if we turn on a station here and it's interfering with St. Martin, they will call us. And then we will have to get in touch with that station and say, hey, listen, something off. Yeah. You're interfering with some Martin, you need to address that immediately. You have thought of this director for it. Good. Awesome. Right. Well, let me stay right here for a minute. Because on that on that spectrum too, it's it's like a certain range. Right. Like, so you can't get ninety five point six. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. Um we spread point four. Okay. It's a point four spread. So you'd have ninety five point five and next station will be ninety five point seven. And what we do is uh we encourage um each Broadcaster to put on the proper filters to ensure that they stick Within the as FM. close as possible to their mm-hmm. middle frequency. So, 95.5 mm-hmm. FM, they have a filter on that says they can't go beyond 95.4, they mm-hmm. can't go any lower than that, and they can't go any higher than 95.6. Mm-hmm. Your strength is supposed to be on 95.5, and after that, it's supposed to die down in a bell curve. Right. It's supposed to die. Right, so that way, ninety-five point five, ninety-five point nine, 
they should be dead before they get to 95.7 in the right. middle. It should be dead. There should be nothing. Nothing there. in between. Nothing yeah. in between. I love I love right. stuff like that because yeah. it, it that's that's that that adds a bit of not adds the respect that's necessary in a market that mm-hmm. can can go heavily unregulated in some areas if you're not if you're not like really paying attention. Yeah. And I'm appreciative of that, so persons would understand now. Like this is not just willy nilly. I know you got a couple of people trying to start a radio station. Yeah, but the thing is, what people need to know is we have equipment, uh-huh. right? We have equipment that we scan the whole spectrum. We scan and anything we pick up that that's supposed to be there. Now, there's a lot of powers in legislation that people may not know. It's it's illegal to broadcast uh-huh. anything without a license. Illegal. Be careful. <laughs> Very legal. Now, the telecommunications officer has the power of entry into any premises that he feels is pirating. That is legislated. He can go in, he can seize like all the equipment. Uh, no, <laughs> Respectfully, Respectfully. <laughs> and he can seize all equipment and take ownership. The Crown will take ownership of any equipment that is operating that should not be operating. That is the You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> we we also monitor for the, the, our service providers as well. So we know that if one provider is supposed to be 905 to 900 to 910, we go out and we make sure that they're staying between 105 and 910. We scan all the time. We do that on a monthly basis. So, so we're out there. So if somebody in paying licenses and checking in with the what I post, the, the role that you had before the telecommunications, the telecommunications officer, yeah. officer. Yeah. just, just, just say check in with the ministry check in with the ministry okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope to have yeah. um, persons from that yeah, 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 they're yeah. Yeah. they can literally go in and shake that up now they can yes okay. yeah yeah because there's a there's a there's a prevailing thought that Angola's a cowboy country and people doing what they want <laughs> some extent, yeah. No, you see, the, th- the thing is that because because Angola is smart, everybody knows everybody. So we try not to be heavy-handed. Okay. Right? So you're not going to see him busting in the doors and <laughs> kicking down doors. And, and, okay? <laughs> he more or less going to give you a card and say, it, hey, listen, listen, start out yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But the legislation does permit. It does permit. I, I have never. I don't know of any instance where, where it's actually been used, but it, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we also have that power, but we have it on utility scale. So we can we can we can enter any premises once we feel that like something is wrong. We yeah. can we can we can do that. That's awesome. Any utility. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Eva. Can I no. want to get into something else, and then I don't think. No, because okay. I'm, I'm. I was just going to give you our time warning. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Okay. All right. Our time warning. <laughs> Mm. You've given us you've given us so much um to digest now. Yeah. I don't even think we really we haven't touched a number of no. things. We ain't scratches so scratches But <laughs> there's there's a lot that you have going on as the executive director of the PUC. Mm-hmm. Um I'll be honest in telling you and I had this conversation um, I wonder, yeah, when I was leaving the office, I was saying, yeah, we're going to take, we have Vani on. I said, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, there's a hidden piece. Yeah, 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 of course. I can get all the details now. Mm-hmm. But I was saying that knowing your background, mm-hmm. knowing your temperament, knowing your passion, I think the rule called you. 
I, mm. I like I often I often like in all honesty I often watched you throughout your career and asked what would be next. Yeah. And I think the role fits. Thank you. Saying all that to say no, like what's your vision for the PUC over the next ten years? Okay, so we we're working on our plan, right? Uh-huh. So there are things I wanna see. Now a lot of questions came out, um, valid questions. Mm-hmm. But that those are questions we're asking ourselves, okay. right? So things like the the complaints and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to put something online, so persons can start to make complaints, mm-hmm. right? Um, complaints to the PUC, so that we can address them. I know that a lot of people may have complaints. They've gone to the carriers, probably left unsatisfied. They don't know the procedures. Mm-hmm. They don't, mm-hmm. right? So we want to make it easier, right? right? We also want to make it easier for people to get information, right? right? To know things, right? Um, so we want to expand on our website, okay. get more information up there. It's also at any one time, you can go on and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she can she can see, she can see what's going on <laughs> with our telecommunications. She can go on and see it. Right? She, she got we we can read it now back. Yeah. yeah. So we want we want to be a little more transparent with the information that we've got, uh-huh. right? Also, we want to look at how we steer our utilities, right, the telecommunication providers. You asked straight for the, what's our plans for 5G. Um, we also have a lot of concerns about cybersecurity, mm-hmm. which is a big concern mm-hmm. in the region and, and globally. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the regulators now are looking into cybersecurity. That's a big deal. So we want to actually look at that. Um, we're looking at how we can, you know, tweak legislation, right, right to get things a little more where we want them to be. Right. Yeah, we that's one thing that's been popping out in all these shows. The need for legislation, yeah. updates and legislation yeah. changes yeah. because, like, just coming off from Mrs. Brooks Gums talking about the pension, the public mm-hmm. service pension mm-hmm. fund. Mm-hmm. Like, you would imagine the calls we got. People say, "Yeah, we really want." Like, I got the messages. Like, yeah, the hotel workers and somebody needs to get yeah. I mean, I I, le- I left from that session and walked into. A wasness <laughs> <laughs> of having to deal yeah. with the very same issue. Uh-huh. So, again, it, it we, we kind of cut off Mr. Harkin, but no, no, but, yeah, but it, it, it's valid legislation. Yeah. It, and that's always been a concern mm-hmm. with me from when I started in, in the service. Oh, yeah. It's always been legislation. I'm a problem because mm-hmm. what we do here is we we set legislation, but legislation is a living thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. living, mm-hmm. and we have to keep revising, right? Yeah. Um, so we we definitely want to do that. Um, we also want to do more, more testing, more surveys, and so okay. we have, we have, um, we have, um, we know we had the some radio stations here, which a lot of people were concerned about that, you know. So we're looking at acquiring um, equipment that we can start doing a lot of measurements. So okay. we're looking at, at at how the electromagnetic fields affect people and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to do a lot of that, and we want to get that information out there so people can know. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of a lot of misconceptions are out mm-hmm. there. You know, so we want to get that out there. So that you know, we just want to do more for the consumer. Right? That's totally what we want to do. So right. And yeah. on, on, on that note, on that note. Mm-hmm. we always end with an open invitation to come back because I think <laughs> just at the very end you started to touch some things. We are, yeah, 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 you know yeah, that yeah, we kind yeah, of yeah, want to yeah, get I into. Know, so definitely an open invitation. Mm-hmm. Come back, speak with us anytime. This has been. For me, very informative. Definitely. Um, 
again, my only interaction with even thinking about a PUC was at that point when you had those voice over IP calls being yeah. blocked, mm-hmm. um, and then just doing some suffer some yeah. research. But for me, this has been very informative. I appreciate you coming on and just speaking with us about the role of the PUC, what you have been doing and what you hope to do going forward. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Definitely. (laughs) This will not be your first and only time. You will be back. We got a lot to dive into, but I I am positive our listeners today are one day wiser about what's happening and the infrastructure that's in place happy knowing that it's regulated and we have a lot of things to work on so on that note thank you very much thank for you. being here Mr. Damien Varney Harrigan <laughs> I put it together now <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got it I got it and this has been another excellent episode of Progress Report updates and conversations from the Government Information Service thank you for listening